You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. In this week's episode, shout out the original storytellers, the state of the nation from the who's who of Australian podcasting, organic discovery, and Brad Pitt's Plan B. Hi, and welcome to another week of Behind the Podcast. We are back. It's Behind the Podcast with Jules and Stocks. Of course, Stocks is still away, so we are joined by Mandy Cullen. Hello. Stocks is still away. It feels like he's been away for a really long time. Totally. And if anyone follows him on Instagram, you'll definitely be getting some FOMO vibes from coming over his way. Roaming around the Swiss Alps and whatnot. Yeah, lucky bugger. But we're here for another week, and it's been a bit of a quiet week in terms of podcast news. We had the 4th of July, so things are a bit quiet in America, obviously. Totally. They're over there, themselves up with fireworks and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but over here, closer to home, it's been NAIDOC week, the National Aboriginal Islanders Day Observance Committee week. And we wanted to just talk about Indigenous podcasting for a moment and what's out there and why it's important to, to jump in and have a listen. One of the things we've often talked about with podcasting is it's pretty much anyone can have a crack, right? There's no big gatekeepers here who are, who are controlling which voices are heard. Uh, this is, gives people the ability to come on if you want to start your own show. You can very much do so. And if you've got a good story to tell, then people are out there willing to listen. I found a really good one on the ABC platform called Word Up. And I've actually heard sort of snippets of this podcast on Double J and Triple J, yep. where they basically give us a new Indigenous word to learn. And mm-hmm. I think this is a really cool idea. And it made me think really, I suppose, of New Zealand and how some of the Maori language has become really ingrained in everyday life for everybody. Yep. Um, I had a mate who lived over there and worked over there, and he would he would even pick up the phone when I called him and just say, you know, kia ora. Hopefully, this podcast can start us down that pathway so we can start using these words in our everyday uh, lives. I think it would be really cool to do that. So if you want to learn some new words, Word Up, the ABC podcast is a really good one to start with. Awesome. It's like a little Duolingo hit. Yes, absolutely. And you noticed that there's a great playlist on Apple? Yeah, well, a couple of the platforms, I'm interested to see what they do when these things roll around and, and how they kind of get involved. Um, and you know, the big hit is that we always talk about YouTube, Spotify and, and Apple are all doing stuff with varying degrees of, of you know effort. YouTube's got a big uh, NADOC week feature, so you can go in there and it's everything from you know podcasting to music. It really covers the gamut of, of what they've got available on mm. their platform. Um, but just front and centre, really easy to discover some great stuff that's out there, you know, if you want to go down that rabbit hole as well. Mm. Spotify haven't gone quite as hard, but they've got a listen local section, which is, to be fair, up there quite regularly. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just sort of a pop it up for the for the week and then drop it off again. Um, but they've got a whole bunch of different playlists on there from, again, music to podcast to all different sort of genres as well. So it's not just, hey, here are some, you know, Aboriginal First Nations uh, podcasts or, or playlists. It's like, here's your rap one, here's your rock one, here's your country, like that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So there's a, a fair bit of thought that's gone into that, which is cool. But the Apple one, we often don't talk about Apple with their big kind of features or anything like that, but they've got a great section. So it's really NADOC week honouring and celebrating the 65 years in, uh, of history and stories um, from our First Nations uh, brothers and sisters. 
And they've got a huge section in there where you can go in and check out a bunch of different podcasts and they've really you know, taken some time to pull out some of the, the cream of the crop here. Mm. Um, so if you're interested in getting behind a few of these shows, it's a really good place to start. I would recommend anyone who's on Spotify jumping over to Apple and having a look at that. And I have to say, one of the ones that I jumped into this week to have a listen to, which is hard to listen to but super important, mm-hmm. is Frontier War Stories by Joe Spearham. He's from Awesome Black Media. It's dedicated to truth-telling and basically that whole side of our history that we've only just started to really talk about in recent years. So as I said, it can be hard listening to but very important to listen to so I highly recommend Frontier War Stories which you will find in those playlists in Apple as well Awesome And while we're in Australia let's talk about this article that's recently popped up on Ad News by Ruby Derrick an absolute cracker Yeah, it's a really long read but it's well worth it if you're in the industry and if you want to know about advertising in the industry in particular she has spoken to pretty much everyone. She speaks to some of the big wigs, Corey Layton from ARN, Michelle Lomas from Ampel, Adam Johnson, Nova Entertainment, Simon Jellybrand uh, at Half Dome, Seb Rennie, SCA, Ali Koish at Initiative Sydney, Grant Tuhill, SCA, Henrik Isaacson, Acast. I mean, there's a lot of people referenced inside this article. A who's who list from all the radio networks, all the uh, digital media agencies, to get a real picture of the state of play of podcasting and in particular advertising and the growth mm-hmm. opportunities in Australia. So it's broken down uh, some of the consumption trends, things like the Listener Podcast Network reached a new record in May of over 8.5 million monthly listens, which is huge, up from 6.6 million. Yeah, and a lot of the stats that they're showing here, stuff like people are listening to, you know, on average six podcasts per week, which is great. Um, Plenty of time being spent there uh, by the people of Australia. But yeah, I mean, look, it's sounding like that we're in pretty good shape here in the podcasting world. And and certainly the money that's being put towards podcasting by advertisers is growing, you know, year on year, quarter on quarter. Everything's going in the right direction. Um, One uh, stat that was pulled out by Sam Remy, uh, SCA's chief of sales said podcast revenue rose even faster by 20% to $19.8 million for the quarter. Should that growth rate continue, podcast advertising revenue reach $100 million by the year end. In calendar year 2022, ad spend on digital audio was worth $221 million with this total industry value expected to increase year on year in 2023. So, I mean, they're really encouraging numbers, basically. Like, this has come from nothing a few years back yeah. to, to, you know, 221 million and rising. And the other thing is that internationally we've had sort of stories of doom and gloom this year mm-hmm. with big networks uh, laying off loads of people. We've had stories that podcasting isn't doing what it was doing and problems with discoverability and saturation and all of that sort of stuff. So it's really great to read this really positive article about the state of play. And sure, there are a lot of podcasts out there, yeah. but there's also incredible opportunities for advertisers to really get niche with their advertising and speak directly to their Target audience. Their target audience, exactly. <laughs> Interesting too, Michelle Lomas, Chief Strategy Officer at Ampel, said, is there a trend that podcasting is now being used as a sort of a new search engine for people? You would go to Google usually to find something out, but if you want to find something out in a different way, you can go to podcasting. So yeah. I found that kind of interesting, just looking at podcasting as a whole sort mm-hmm. of 
platform that people go to for answers and education. Yeah, yeah, I think so. If you search anything on your favorite podcasting app, you know, a topic that you're interested in, generally you'll see a whole bunch of shows and and, and specific episodes that are related to that. And they kind of tend to rank them in order of most search. So mm. in that way, it is very similar to, you know, a Google search engine, mm. which is uplifting the ones that are, that are most searched and most listened to. It's presenting those first. So it's kind of playing into that SEO content. Like, what are you talking about in your shows? Is it relevant? Are these the topics that people want? to listen to if they mm-hmm. are then you know this is another way that people are going to find them so that's a really cool little call out there the other thing that was cute was that um the most common day for listening in australia is tuesday between 7 and 8 a.m really okay i think that's pretty much in line with my listening habits maybe a little bit more towards the end of the week perhaps but yeah we're going to link to this in the in the show notes because it's a it's a really great read if you're interested and and again big shout out to ruby derrick for doing this mm. she spoke to a ton of people for this uh articles plenty of knowledge coming in and and tons of great um insights into the sort of strategies that they're employing to you know work with advertisers out there across podcasting generally <laughs> So this week, Jules, I discovered a new podcast. It's mm-hmm. only got one episode out at the moment, but it was sitting at number one in the Apple ranker. So I thought I'd have it a, a little go, given that Scamander was so good, um, which actually, just side note, Scamander keeps giving us bonus yeah, episodes, yeah. <laughs> which are quite good. <laughs> um, if you missed it, we spoke to the producer of Scamander a few weeks ago. You can go back and have a listen to that one. But The Retrievals is a story about women who were visiting a fertility clinic at Yale and it's a five-part narrative series about some really shocking events that unfolded there about these women not getting the pain relief they needed during the procedures that they were having. It's really quite harrowing to listen to as a woman knowing what they went through. But basically there was a nurse stealing the fentanyl and uh, not giving it to them before their procedure. So they were supposed to be doped up and, and, you know, not feeling anything and instead they were feeling everything. It's really quite tough to listen to, but it's also a great little story and a five-part series that you can binge, you know, obviously when all episodes are out. But it got me thinking about the Apple ranker system compared to the Spotify ranker system because Joe Rogan, you know, just sits at number one for Spotify week in and week out. And while that's great for Joe and probably (laughs) quite good for Spotify, I don't think it does them any favours in terms of discoverability and, you know, for talkability too because Joe Rogan's been around for so many years now that, you know, they're doing themselves no favours by just having this giant juggernaut that just takes over the platform because Apple keeps serving me different stuff and then we talk about it and Uh then we share it. Yeah, it is interesting because... You know, at a glance, if you look at the Spotify charts, as you said, you know, Joe Rogan's always there. Now, you know, he's number one, so rightfully so. Now, is there a different chart that we can have that maybe, you know, just takes away the Rogan and we can take that as a given perhaps and just see what else is out there or what's kind of moving outside of that space? You know, when you think about it in, in terms of websites and, and these sorts of platforms, more in the past, we tried to change things because if you'd arrive at a, at a website and it looked like it did, you know, six weeks ago, you would assume that nothing new has changed there. And people started bringing in little elements like live feed stuff from social platforms or mm. whatever it might be. And, and personalization tools, you know, Adobe has done some amazing things where every time you go on to something, it looks at what you've done in the past there and reorders what's on the website to be able to present you with something new or something of interest that, you know, cuts through everything else, right? So the point being that when you go there, it looks like there is momentum. It looks like there's change. It looks like it's a sort of vibrant place where things are happening. If you just glance at Spotify week after week, you're like, 
is this thing working? Is he still number one? Is this <laughs> yeah, what is we're this broken? yeah exactly right? So I mean, he's pulling in huge numbers. So of course, he's probably number one. But it is just a cool thing to look at from you know the Apple point of view, as you mentioned. There is new things happening there, and mm. and you can see what's kind of hot and what's trending, and mm. and maybe you know discover some other things, hear some other shows. Like otherwise, you just can sometimes tend to just get stuck in your little rut with podcasting. Sometimes I think and mm. and just fall back on your sort of known shows. But it is good to expand your horizons a little bit. And See what Absolutely. else is out there. I think you're right. I think that's a great idea. Spotify, if you're listening, and I know you listen to um, you know behind the podcast regularly, take Joe Rogan out and give us just another <laughs> another ranker so we can see what else is happening. Yeah. We've got one more final little story here. I thought this was kind of funny. The most handsome man in Hollywood, well, arguably, <laughs> Brad Pitt. Uh, you won't hear any complaints from me on that one or my good mate who has watched every single one of his films over and over and over again. It seems to be like a little blanket that he clutches to any time he's had a few too many drinks the night before. Who's that? I won't name names, but if he's listening, he knows who he is. <laughs> anyway, Brad Pitt's production company, Plan B, they've produced some stellar titles over the year in films recently. Blonde, uh, Academy Award winners, Minari, Vice, The Big Short, etc., etc., etc. You know, recently they sold about 60% of the of the production company for hundreds and hundreds of millions. So congratulations, Brad. That was to a French company. A wasn't French it? company, that's right. But look, Chris Morrow, who's uh, is been brought in, is heading up a new audio division at the production company with goals to acquire IP with Hollywood in mind. So <gasps> some of these things that we've talked about in the past, where you know you can have these breakout shows that do that are quite successful, um, that can you know in, in podcasting, you know. Th- People experiment, they try things, and, and they might come up with a really interesting concept or some really interesting IP. You know, that's a really good testing ground for how to do this because, as we've said, it's relatively cheap compared to making a movie to make a podcast, right? So you can do something, you can put it out there, you can see what the response is, you get really kind of passionate people involved, there's plenty of talkability, yada, yada, yada. Then it makes sense that you might try to incorporate this IP into a movie. You've or a series got, or whatever. Exactly. A series or whatever, yeah, yeah, Prestige TV. If you've already got an audience there, that's half the battle done. And people will probably go and see it to either love it or, or hate it and jump on the message boards and it's – And away you go. That's it. So here's, this is big. This is kind of maybe first of its kind um, in this sort of a move with this specific intention in, in, in mind. So we'll see what comes out of them. Also, interestingly, and Stocks often says when the world's zigging, you you know you should zag. zag. And it feels like this is a bit of a zag yeah. because everyone else is kind of paring down and going, oh, no, no more big names, no more Hollywood things, no more this, no more that. Yeah, it sort of seems to be the reverse into that. You're not starting with the Hollywood names and assuming that that's going to bring audiences. You're seeing what audiences love and then you know, you're developing that and adding some Hollywood names to it afterwards. Yeah, maybe Brad Pitt can star in one of them. Totally. I would love to say Brad Pitt could play me, but I think we're probably looking at someone, you know, on the uh, not-so-sexy point of view. Oh, no, you're a bit of a <laughs> doppelganger for Brad Pitt. We should put a photo of Brad Pitt and uh, Jules up on the Instagram and you can have a look. Yeah, totally. That'll go well. Alrighty, so that's us for another week of BTP. Thank you, Mandy, for jumping in again while Stocks is away enjoying the world. My pleasure. It's been a lot of fun, Jules. Thank you, as always, to Ruby, who's over there on the socials. Head over to Instagram, follow us, like, subscribe, whatever it is on Instagram that you do there Mm. uh, behind underscore the underscore podcast we have got plenty of good content that's coming out there each week Uh, yeah so send us a DM anything you want to hear us talk about anything you want to hear from the show anything at all adios adios